0: Welcome or welcome back. This is Talk Your Shit with Deja where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. Hope y'all are doing lovely on this great Wednesday. You know I am trying to get through the week or whatever. Um, But yeah, hope you all are getting through as best as possible. Or when you listen to me today and the topic today, it helps you to get through the rest of your week. Because luckily. You know, like we mentioned last week at the end. And if you don't know, at this point, y'all should know. But I try to let y'all know at the end of every episode. So you should know what we're talking about this week. Which is why you should know that it could possibly help you get through the rest of the week or whatever. Because you could start this topic today. Honestly, before you go to sleep. Or you you can start it tomorrow or whatever. But like I mentioned at the end of last week this week, we're going to be talking about confidence. Oh, yes, that that strong, what is it, verb? <laughs> strong verb or noun, depending on how you use it, you know? Uh, it's such a beautiful word that I feel like we talk about And we allude to, like, people needing to have it. I think we more so hear about confidence when it comes to, like, men. But honestly, I think confidence just looks good on any human. Like, when you know who you are and you show up and you present who you are and you stand in toes on that and everything of that nature. Like, you don't hide in the background. You just let it be known that you are here in the building. Like, that's just that just looks good on anybody honestly you know a confident woman draws eyes to her a confident man draws eyes to him you know just confidence is just ooh it's so attractive but yeah so um we're going to be talking about Um, What I kind of came across on, you know, my website, shall I just be finding websites and learning different information so I can pass along. But I came across this website that was like, it was like nine different ways on how you can like practice becoming more confident. And I was like, you know what, that actually may be really helpful because I know for myself, it's funny because like people call me confident, but it's just like low key, I think I be faking it till I make it. <laughs> like, like I do think I'm confident sometimes, but sometimes I really just be faking it till I make it, honestly. And just being me, you know, sometimes you really just got to be you and you being confident in you is shit all the confidence you need. Like, that's just that on that. And not being afraid to present who you are to anybody around you and everything of that nature. So it's like, I'm not surprised when people call me confident, but I'm just like, "Mm, I definitely still have work. You know, I feel like for some for some people, you're born confident. If you think about how you were, how you showed up as a child, I think I showed up and showed out as a child. And I think for a lot of us who maybe whose confidence has lowered is because of maybe traumas that you've encountered or like that you've gone, that had gone through, through childhood. Like, I know for me, a period in my life that was kind of like, not as confident as I am now was when my eczema flared really bad. And it wasn't even necessarily bullying like at school that took away my confidence but I know coming home and having to deal with everybody talking about my eczema at home and they used to call me like a a snake or something because I would shed because I was scratching so much and of course you know with eczema is dry skin so you're peeling and you're flaking and everything so you know they used to call me like a snake and all this other stuff so I remember I would go to school Um, With my arms completely covered, my legs completely covered, like I was so uncomfortable taking off my jacket or not wearing pants because I had like scratched so much where, you know, my skin was like, it was just a lot going on. And so my confidence in me and my skin had like gone from like, mind you, when you're little, you just think you to shit, right? so like my confidence when it came to my skin went from here to where i'm wearing like these cute little skirts and cute little tank tops and everything to like down here to where now i'm going to school mind you i stay in florida this is hot as fuck like hot as fuck <laughs> I don't think it's ever not been hot as fuck. So, for you to like go to school when it's like spring, almost summer, and you're wearing long sleeve jackets and pants and tennis shoes so that you're covering up your skin so that people don't see, you know, all the damage that you've done to yourself or whatever the case may be, it was just like bad. But now, as you can see, I shot the skin off. I don't even care. Even if I'm scratching, baby, you're going to have to see me ashy because uh, that's how I'm coming into the room. <laughs> like, I have I, embraced it. Uh, even the vitiligo, I've had to embrace that. I had to stand firm in that. I had to be okay with that. I used to not be okay with that. You know, when people ask you, have you been burned? Or, you know, like, why are your lips changed? Like, why are your lips not the right colors? You know, we're shit that people ask, especially children. You know, children, <laughs> them little motherfuckers. No, I'm just kidding. I love them. I love children. But they ask some of the most outlandish questions sometimes because, of course, they just don't know. So it's just like, you know, people be like, oh, are you burned? Like, what's wrong with you? Or something like that. So it's like, I used to not be okay with the vitiligo, but now, baby. I don't even care. Now I say, what I say is literally I'm the whole spectrum of the world. I'm black in some, well, I'm like a darker brown in some places. I'm like lighter brown, I'm white. I, I say I'm United States, not a United States, America. I'm the world at this point. I done made my vitiligo a positive. And see, that's just the confidence <laughs> that that you gotta exude <laughs> to get through this life because some people will try to strip you of that confidence and if you allow them and then you start to believe it then now you show up into spaces like that and so i used to believe that something was wrong with me and that i was off and stuff like that but now i'm just like i'm the whole i'm the whole world at this point i'm blessed i'm i'm every color every shade every everything (laughs) But, you know, it definitely took time and it took healing and embracing and accepting and feeding positivity into myself. So I just want to go through the different things on the website because I I realized that some of those things that were on the website, I actually did uh, or still doing. There's some things on that website that I actually work on. Um, But, you know, I just, you know, confidence. It's a great trait to have. So, um, yeah, let's talk about it. So, y'all know me and a good definition. I got to start off with a definition because we have to know what these words mean. Got to know. Okay, so it says confidence is a feeling of trust in yourself or others' abilities, qualities, and judgment. But we're most specifically going to talk about ourselves in this video because we don't cares about everybody else. (laughs) You know, if you're confident in yourself, I feel like you're able to discern between other people to know if you, you need to be confident in one person versus not confident in the other. But that takes, you know, that self work, that working on yourself to be able to discern. Who is telling the truth, though? Who is coming to the table with the right capabilities versus who is lying? Who is over here faking it and not making it? You know, they faking it and they ain't made it yet. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So the first because I said it's nine ways that they mentioned, um, and I'm sure there's probably other ways, but we're going to stick to the website because that's where I got my information from. But um, so the first way that they said that you can work on building your confidence is to stop comparing yourself to others, baby. What they say, comparison is the thief of all joy or something like that. It's a It's like a thief in the night when you compare. And I think that honestly, It sucks, because we always want to blame social media, right? (laughs) Well, social media really has nothing to do with this stuff. Like, social media has nothing to do with the reason why people compare themselves to others. That's always going to be an internal problem. But what I can say for social media is it has put a spotlight on literally what everybody that has signed up and wanted to participate in. It puts a spotlight on what everybody has. And I think that that is the piece that makes social media a big negative when it comes to not comparing yourself to or when it comes to comparing yourself to others. Um, Because now we can see what Kim Kardashian over there driving and where and they worth and all this like we can see what. What are the rappers, the 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 little babies of the world? We can see what they going to the jewelry store spending. Uh, like we can see all this stuff. Should you be envious or compare yourself to these people? No, but it does say that when people compare themselves to others, they experience envy, and the more envy that they have the worst that they feel about themselves. And then of course, you know, I'm gonna give y'all the definition to the word envy because maybe you know it, maybe you don't. But so the definition to the word envy is a desire to have a quality possession or other desirable attributes belonging to someone else. So when you look at somebody else and instead of being happy for that person, you're more so like, why can't I have that? Why can't I be in their space? Why can't I be doing the da 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 da, da, da 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 da? You know, why can't I rather than using I feel like social media, if if anything, it should help us to decide where we want to go in life, but it should not encourage you to be uh jealous of what somebody else's has. Because like one thing it didn't mention on here or on the website is that we all have our own specific journeys that we were put on this earth to travel. Some people were meant to have the millions of dollars and uh, all this stuff. Some people were meant to have a nice house in a nice neighborhood, drive a, a affordable car and things of that nature and still be okay with that. I think what the, the misconception about everything is, is that success only looks one way or popularity only looks one way or, you know, whatever is up at the top only looks one way. So a lot of people go on social media and they see people with all this money and all these cars and jewelry and houses and whatever else, even something as small as just being able to take trips. Like for me, I miss taking trips, but I would never look at somebody else's pictures and be like, no, nah, why, why they, why they taking trips? And I'm not like, like how to, how did they afford there? Like, da-da-da-da. like I would never look at somebody. I don't even know how to be that negative. Y'all I'm sorry. um But I would never look at somebody else's journey or somebody else's life and be like, why not me? Now I've done that in my unhealed days. And it, it was a a quick awakening. I'm the type of person where it take me maybe a couple fuck ups and I'm going to learn and do something new. So I try not to live in an envious state of mind or compare myself to others because that journey was not meant for me. And what is meant for me is going to be for me. And you got to realize that are you putting in the same amount of work as that person? Are you putting yourself in the same places that this person is putting themselves? Like, are you giving yourself like you're comparing yourself to other people, but are you putting in the work that they're putting in? Like, that's the thing is, if you're going to look at everybody else's life, use it as a, what What do I have to do in order to get to there? Not be envious that they're there. Like, it's, okay, I actually... Ap- like those things. I like the houses. I like the cars. I like the jewelry. I like all this stuff, but now what do I need to do in order to get to that place? What, what business do I need to start? How many hours do I need to put in? What stocks do I need to invest in? What real estate can I go purchase and flip or something like that? Or, you know, working extra hours and budgeting. What budgeting do, like, budget do I need to pick up and learn and so that I'm not spending more money than I'm making? You know, it's things like that that helps you to get to where these people are, but because you're so focused on that where they are that you're not even sitting back and, like, okay, the reason why I'm not there is because I'm over here slacking. I'm over here watching them instead of making my... My reality become their re- like it's just funny because people are like they will literally compare themselves to other people, but it's just like, well, why you sitting here comparing yourself to that person? They over there working somewhere making the money to continue to post <laughs> stuff. Like it's just like, don't compare, don't compare. So something it also said on the website is that, um. It says that social so, social comparison theory, which I guess is um, something scientific that somebody has looked up. I don't know. <laughs> but it says it explains that making comparisons is natural, which is fun. That's why I said, like, use it to uplift you instead of using it as a means of complaining or making excuses or whatever the case may be. Use it as a positive instead of a negative. And then it says but it isn't likely to help boost your self-confidence it may even have the opposite effect depending on how you're looking at it you know me i try to make everything positive i ain't got time for negativity so it's like in order to make the situation help you when you're looking at these people like i love to see the the people buy new homes and things like that like like i said my social media um Instagram explore page is literally my what is it called my uh vision board so I love to see women working out though I can't figure out how to get in the gym I'm not gonna be like dang why they in there and I can't get there like why they got the bodies and I can't have the bodies even the BBL people I don't even be envious of them like I just it's not my journey and, and you know you one would wish you could be slim thick but that's not the life I'm living right now. So I'm not going to be envious that they're slim thing. Now nah, I just pray that they, they stay healthy. <laughs> I, pray, I pray for that. But, you know, that's not my journey. That's not my battle And then the thing is, is if I really, truly wanted to look like that, it's nothing for me to go to the gym and work, put in work. Just like if you're looking at somebody with the cars that you want, or with the jewelry you want, or with going on trips you want to go on trips, like or having a family, even that, I feel like some people are envious of people's happiness, genuinely. Like if they're in a relationship, like somebody is always trying to nitpick at, it's, it's always something. And it's like, if you want a healthy relationship, figure out why your, all your relationships keep falling in a hole instead of being like, oh, they only posting the good pictures for social media and da da, da da like being envious, knowing damn well you want that same type of love in the back of your mind. Like you wish you could get there, figure out how to get there instead of being like negative about the fact that you're seeing it. But it's, it's, it's unfortunate that social media has given people a place to cultivate their envy because I feel like that's already been, that's why it's one of the deadliest sins. If I'm not mistaken, envy is one of the deadliest sins. And so social media has been a, a playground to cultivate or like a garden to cultivate envy. And a lot of people have to work on that. Like, use other people's achievements as a, a marker if that's where you're trying to go. But don't ever, you know, be envious that they're there and you're not. It, it It's not. What is it going to do? What is it going to do? So that's why I think it kind of tears down your confidence, because if you're looking at somebody else and realizing that your life is not there, you're going to be down on yourself and you're not going to be confident about where you're at. And it's just like, focus on you, focus on you. You'll get there if it's meant for you to have it. If you have any belief system, whether it's one God, two gods, all gods, no gods, you, I don't know. But if it's meant for you to get to there, you'll get there. It don't gotta come right now. Give it time. But the last thing I wanna say Uh, about the stop comparing yourself to others is it says if you're feeling envious of someone else's life it's also helpful to remember your own strengths and successes keep a gratitude journal to better recall the areas in your life where you are blessed this can help you focus on your own life versus focusing on the lives of others facts and funny enough, I actually, you know, cause I just be trying stuff on the internet, I actually just created a gratitude journal and I'm, you know, alignment. I've been seeing two, 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 that might be why I've been seeing two, 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 but um, alignment. So I just created a gratitude journal and funny enough, that just said that using a gratitude journal to help remember the things that you have within your life so that you can be Grateful for the things you have, because if you're not grateful about the shit you got right now, God definitely ain't going to give you no more. If you're not even happy with the gifts he do bless you with now, you really think he's going to give you more gifts? No. So I'm going to put the link to my gratitude journal in the bio so y'all could go purchase that and start waking up in the morning practicing gratitude. You'll be surprised. How much your attitude change when you're grateful about things in your life? I actually was practicing that now. Am I super consistent with doing that? I don't like writing, y'all, so I'm not super consistent with a gratitude journal. But for y'all who like to write, that'll be perfect. Like I said, I'm gonna leave the link in the bio so you can go get my gratitude journal and nobody else's because go do that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's how I'm gonna end off that one. So for number two of how you can uh, improve your confidence is surround yourself with positive people, period. If you got negative Nancy's around you or people that only wanna be upset or people that only wanna argue or people that only like, that just got a a dark cloud that's surrounding them 24 seven, get them the fuck away from you. Honestly, Light is supposed to pull people more than darkness, but depending on how much darkness is darkness it is, it can actually pull you more than your light can pull them. And sometimes it's hard to understand that because sometimes we're just like that happy go-lucky person that's just like, oh, I can help everybody and da da. No, you really can't. And if you notice somebody that just has a dark cloud around them, they're pessimistic. They don't ever see the bright side of anything. They're always complaining. They're always just making your nerves bad. Get them away from you. Get them away from you because that's not gonna help your confidence. Having people to, people around you that's not confident. What they say, birds of a feather flock together. If you have people around you that are that is not confident, what you think your confidence is going to do? Damn sure ain't going to rise. <laughs> like, it's not going to rise. If if your whole circle is negative Nancy's, maybe you're going to turn into a negative Nancy just by association alone. That's just how that's going to work. So if you if you notice that, replace those people. The great thing about our lives is that we are the creators of our life. That's why God gave us free will. We create our lives. Don't sit in something unhealthy or something negative if that's not where you want to be. If you don't want to be there, get rid of them people. You don't owe nobody no explanations. Now, okay, I don't like ghosting, so don't just ghost. Just be like, you're really negative and I don't want to hang out with you anymore. I don't know what you're saying, but <laughs> don't ghost nobody, y'all. I don't like ghosting. You could definitely have a conversation or whatever. If this is like a long-term friend or family member or whatever, you could definitely have a conversation with them. Don't ghost. I don't like ghosting. Y'all know I don't like that avoiding thing. But be be honest, if their vibe is off, uh, your vibe is not conducive to mine and I can't do it. You're rubbing my spirits the wrong way, and I don't like it. (laughs) Like, get that negative energy away from me. I rebuke it (laughs) in the name of Jesus. I swear, like, get it away from me because I can't do it. But, yeah, and honestly, I put a little caveat. Y'all know I like my little caveats, my little, what them things called dashes? Not dashes, them little. Star signs. (laughs) But, yes, I had to put a little caveat for that's your online stuff, too. If you're trying to be somebody who has confidence, somebody who's a positive person, somebody who stands his toes down on who they are, what they believe in, and things of that nature, the online community that you surround yourself in, especially if you know you're on, on social media more than anything, Should not be negative either. If you go through my my social media. And that's Facebook too. If you go through any of my social media. There's not too much negative shit on there. At all. Because I don't play that. I honestly will unfollow. Unsubscribe. Block. Not block. I don't got to block nobody. But I will unsubscribe. Unfollow. All that. Just to get away from negativity. Or I will keep scrolling. Or whatever the case may I do not play that. All of the stuff on my Instagram, TikTok. Well, I don't even go on TikTok that much stuff for the post, my but reels. But uh, Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff is positive or helping to growth, like, personal growth or evolving or something. Like, it's all positive. Because that's where I spend a lot of my time. That's how I come up with ideas. <laughs> for the podcast or, you know, my entertainment, it's never any, anything that's just pulling me down or dragging me down or anything like that. I honestly had to unfollow one of my faves. (coughs) Excuse me. That was weird. I had to unfollow one of my faves because I noticed that he just started, well, he was doing that. I mostly would still follow him because he looked good, but I don't follow him because every video was something negative about women. And I'm just like, well, if you want men to gravitate towards the good women, why you keep posting the negative women? Make it make sense. How do y'all want women to, to? I mean, how do y'all want men to find the good women or this good women out there or whatever the case may be, but y'all only show them the negative ones. Or y'all only show them the bad examples. Make it make sense. Or even vice versa. Like women, why like if y'all want people to believe that there's good men or whatever, like why do y'all only show the um the bad guys, the Tyrone's, what they say? The Pookies in the Ray right Race. <laughs> why, why the Pookies and the Ray right Race got such a bad rep? <laughs> but but yeah, like we only show the bad people, but want everybody to believe it's good women are good dudes out here. So you got to surround yourself on your social media or your online presence around positive people, around people that's optimistic, like all the people that's like, oh, I'm giving up on the dating scene, the dating scene is trash, and da-da-da-da-da, and it ain't Get rid of them people, especially if you want a relationship. There's no reason why you should be surrounding yourself with people who don't believe in relationships if that's what you want. If you genuinely want a relationship, you should be finding people that are pushing relationships in front of you. That is still saying that, yes, it may be trials and tribulations in the dating scene, but you're gonna come across that person that's gonna be meant for you. But in the meantime, while you're single, maximize your single, you know, all that good jazz. Maximize your singleness and evolve in yourself. Figure out why you kept attracting the bad people in the past and figure out how to get to the better people. Figure out what red flags you need to look out for because it's some out there that you need to catch. And not let it slide on the first date so you can get another date or you can get your rocks knocked off. I don't know. But it's people online that is pushing positivity. And if you notice that the only people you subscribe to ain't got no faith in the dating scene or no faith in nothing, and no hope, no nothing, stop following them people. They ain't going to help you. They ain't going to help you to be confident in this world. They going to make you want to not go outside and find nobody. Honestly, I'm noticing that I, I watch too many too many of the debates back and forth because sometimes it do make me feel like this ain't never gonna happen because <laughs> everybody be debating so much online. It's just like dang, men and women don't even know how to have a a cordial conversation. How are we gonna? But then it's like if I actually pay attention to what's around me, there's so many people from my high school that done got married or they're engaged, having children. You know. It, like, it's so many people around me that have love coming to today life. I tell my friend all the time, like, because I see so many people getting engaged and married, I feel like it's right around the corner. It's literally right around the corner and it's gonna be, it's in the neighborhood at least. So it's gotta be closer than I think. But because I'm looking at social media, I'm thinking that it ain't never gonna happen. Like sometimes you really just gotta surround yourself with, <laughs> with positive people. And that includes your, like, social media presence. Like, if people are, if you are not following people that has your mindset of where you want to go in life, unfollow them, motherfuckers, scroll past. don't even entertain it. Because it's not going to help you. And, again, if you have those people in your life that have a negative cloud around them, get them out your life. Move forward. So, the next one, number three, take care of your body. Yes we talked about self-care. I want to say self-care week. I don't know how many of y'all. I've been week 22. I don't know what week self-care was or self-love or what. I don't remember. But go check it out. Plug. (laughs) But yes, take care of your body. You cannot be confident if you are not happy with what you are feeling, what you're seeing in that mirror. None of that, y'all. I wake up every morning and smile at myself. I ain't never been more happier, and surprisingly, I'm not as big as I was probably two years ago. Two years ago, I think I was really big. Um, I was almost like 190, which is crazy. But I'm like, I'm bigger than I was when I was in high school, of course. But I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I love Keith. That's what made me not want to go to the gym either, because I'd be feeling good. Like I wake up with energy and everything, y'all. Like. So I, it low-key made me not want to go to the gym until I'd be like, yo, I could really have a little booty and little, little six-pack, four-pack or whatever if I did go to the gym. So I was like, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get up. One day I'm going to be like, girl, let's go ahead and go get that four-pack bag that you used to have when you was a cheerleader and get that little booty and little little or whatever. But, yes, you have to take care of your body, whatever that looks and feels like to you, though. Like, don't let – social media, don't let outside noises, don't let nobody impact how you look or feel. If you look and feel amazing, like I know last week I talked about the the overeating thing and how we're pushing body positivity, but if you are somebody who has maybe a bigger size body, but you wake up and you feel amazing, you can go and you, when you look in the mirror, you be like, yes, so, (laughs) like, I don't know, or yes, what would guys say, I don't think they would say yes, or or you that nigga, I don't know, don't call yourself a nigga, you're that man, you're handsome, I don't know, but, (laughs) but if you look in the mirror, and you look amazing, or you, you look, you see, and you're happy with what you see, maintain it, and maintaining that means staying active now you probably don't have to be a gym rat i'm not a gym rat but when i do remember to walk i go get my steps in i try to maintain my health for the most part i cut out fast food tremendously tremendously now do i cook nah i still don't cook as much as i need to but i don't fast food it up like i will go get full meals before i like fast food it like that's, that's just a better alternative than getting something quick and easy because that quick and easy means a little unhealthy. So I will go get full meals and stuff like that if I'm going to eat out. Like I mentioned before, Fresh Kitchen, that's my that's my go-to. And I've been on Chipotle a lot lately. I don't know what it is about they both. I'm convinced they putting something in that salt, <laughs> that be on them chips because I'm addicted. I'm, I'm addicted, addicted, I don't know. But... <laughs> something on them chips y'all something is on them chips at Chipotle but yes y'all y'all like it's eating well it's working out it's even clearing your mind that was my biggest thing last year my mind was so cluttered with bs that I literally didn't want to do anything last year I still sometimes don't be wanting to get out of this room I think I just love my company so much and I don't like people now that I just be willing to stay in my space. But I am moving so much more this year. I wake up happy, literally wake up smiling. And I I think I got that from Saguru. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But I remember like seeing a clip where he just says, when you wake up in the morning, just smile. Like, don't even think about it, just smile. And I started doing that. And it's like, You just overall, I'm just feeling like a new person. Now, I have my moments, you know, where I kind of get annoyed, agitated, but that's life. But if you can wake up feeling great, feeling confident, you know, feeling amazing, that usually can last you throughout the whole day. It also makes your reactions to things probably a little different, too. Now, in the car, I think I'm the worst in the car. I think because Tampa has so many terrible drivers, my road rage is. Lit. but I keep that energy to myself, I don't roll down the window and cuss nobody out, I don't hunt the horns too much, but these drivers in Tampa made me nervous, so I just be in there cussing up a storm, like, what is y'all doing, can y'all get out of my way, please, but any other thing, like, my reaction times, my, how I act to conflict is so different now, before, I'm like a, a firecracker, I'm popping off. Now I'm like slow and like simmering and it may get to a little boil, but you know, got to bring it back down. You know, you let it boil a little bit. Cause you know, people really can get up under your skin, especially my brother. So if you watch this, you really got up under my skin last weekend. What's it last weekend? The weekend before last, whenever it was, you know, when you got up under my skin. So if you watch this, it was you. But you know, you gotta slow simmer, you know. You can't let you can't let people pop your lid off. Cause you gotta be confident that they don't have that power over you, you know? And that, that comes with taking care of your body. Cause your mind, your body, and your spirit, it gotta be all in line so that you're not reacting to people like you ain't got no sense, you know? And so it says Um, Of course, dieting. So watching what you're eating, like not even necessarily like a paleo diet or a keto diet or none of that stuff. It's just not overeating to mask emotions or whatever the case may be, coping skills, not using eating as a coping skill, but watching what you're eating. You know, making sure that you're at least getting some good nutrients into your body and not just all, oh, you know, zero calorie. Well, what, not zero calories, zero nutrient things. Like, I know chips is like empty calories, or like, you know, all those good, those snacks and stuff and preservatives are like empty calories. So making sure you're not overeating and those, well, overindulging in that stuff. Making sure you're taking care of your your insides. I know they say when that gut is messed up, everything messed up. And you know, surprisingly, my gut has not been... that Okay, let's be honest. I be getting nauseous sometimes. And I know it's because when I do want fast food, I go get it. So like this morning, I went and got a burkeen, And I should... Well, yesterday morning... <laughs> Wait, what today is? Monday morning. <laughs> Y'all, I'm sorry. I be recording on one day and putting it out on Wednesday so today Wednesday so <laughs> Monday morning I went and got Burger King. And I was really craving a cheeseburger sandwich. I had to go get it. But I know I I already know that my body don't like fast food like that, so I shouldn't have went and got it. So I was a little nauseous before I did this. Um but you know, you got to give your body what, sh- well, your mom, what she be craving until you realize that you shouldn't have did that. See, this is why your, your wants should not, <laughs> should not overpower your needs. <laughs> I didn't need to go get that Chris sandwich, but I wanted to go get it. And I shouldn't do that. But yes, watch your diet. Make sure that you are treating your body like the temple it is. And if you're putting a whole bunch of junk inside of you, you're going to feel like trash because you're putting all the trash inside of you. So do watch that. Like I said, your gut is where your mood starts. So if your gut is unhappy, you're unhappy. My gut has been pretty good. She's been regular and everything. So I've been regular and happy and stuff. But, <laughs> but yeah, exercising. <laughs> that's my. That's the one I need to work on. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. What we said, assertive talking. you going to get it, Dejanay. you going to get it, girl. Okay? you going to get that exercising thing on chat, uh, consistent and everything. you going to be disciplined everything. Got to talk to yourself with assertive talk. And if y'all don't know about that, go look at my own. Um, what was that? Y'all know that episode? I can't even think of what it was. The different types of people? <laughs> go, go look at it, y'all. And if you don't know what you one that is, just go start from the beginning. You're going to get there. <laughs> look, <laughs> meditation. That's one that I actually have to start working on. I think for me, the whole closing your eyes, thinking about something, maybe not be my it might not be my form of meditation. But I do have moments where I I turn off stuff or I don't put on anything. And I just have a moment where I'm just in this in this room or in the car, just having conversations, just going through my thoughts and things of that nature. I don't know if that's necessarily meditation, but it is being me being to myself with myself. And sometimes you have to do that to clear your mental. Sometimes you really just got to sit with yourself. Some people think it's weird to sit and talk with yourself. I don't be responding necessarily, but I be in this thing, like thinking out loud. I be having to hear myself. I be having a whole conversation and everything like that. Sometimes you really got to do that because who else, who else you gonna talk to? Who else gonna know you like you know you? Nobody. So sometimes just sitting with yourself, having those conversations, or even meditating. Like I said, you can go on YouTube and find like a meditation video. It'll probably give you a prompt or just tell you to focus on your breathing or things like that. I think meditation is more so you can slow this down so that you're not all over the place. It's to calm, which is why I will turn off all the distractions and just sit with myself and we just talk or just go through thoughts. And everything like that, that's my calm. I love just going through whatever's in here. That's how I got this baby right here in my podcast. That's how I got you, girl. Just going through my thoughts and everything and really sitting with it and being okay with the decision, being confident in the decision, everything of that nature. So, yeah. And then lastly, sleep. Which everybody has been talking about now, but you know, it is, that sleep thing is real. One thing I've been noticing about myself is if I go to sleep and I wake up randomly in the middle of the night because maybe I had a dream that just rocked my world or my stomach, (laughs) my stomach was doing stuff or whatever the case may be. If I try to go, well, not even try, if I go back to sleep and wake up, I'm going to be groggy or annoyed, irritated, something for the rest of the day. I need my full go through the sleep. And then I wake up happy and looking at myself like, girl, what's up? But if I don't, if I, if my sleep gets broken, which is why I stopped using alarms, y'all. I will say use alarms for when you're starting a habit. But stop using them because you're breaking, like, you're really. If you ever wanted to know why you're irritated, y'all, something I learned about myself too alarms made me irritated. That sound, unless you change them and maybe try changing the sounds, and that may change how you react when you get up. But something I've noticed is that that alarm sound makes me irritated, agitated, that it broke my sleep. So I've learned that, like I said that I get seven hours baseline unless I'm really tired or I am well-rested and I may get maybe six or five. But for the most part, I get seven. So if I know I need to wake up early in the morning, I try to be in this bed at a reasonable time. Or If I, if I don't have, like, a time frame, then I kind of go to sleep whenever. And it's like, turn off them alarms and see when your body naturally wakes up, like how many hours – or try to pay attention to how many hours you get naturally. Because that alarm possibly could be making your nerves bad. Because it's interrupting your sleep. Try it. Let me know if it worked. Because for me, baby, that alarm was making me mad. I used to suck my teeth. Especially when Apple wanted to change the little snooze thing. Where you couldn't set a different, like a different time for the snooze. And it was only like 7 minutes or 9 minutes or something like that. Uh uh-uh. oh! So I stopped using alarms. I don't use alarms anymore. I can't. It was it was killing me. It was it was changing my whole attitude. So try it, y'all. Stop using them alarms. But so that's it for take care of your body. Just take care of your temple because this is your temple. Was she good, baby? You go out into this world and show up and show out. Yes. Um. So it says next for number four be kind to yourself period give yourself compassion so it says self-compassion involves treating yourself with kindness when you make a mistake fail or experience a setback allows you to become more emotionally flexible and helps you better navigate challenges challenging emotions enhancing your connection to yourself and others Which is okay. It's okay to to mess up. Y'all, them fails. When they say turn your L into lessons, you gotta turn them L's into lessons. Like don't don't take those moments of failure or setbacks or you know, disappointments. Don't take those and use those to be hard on yourself. Like you better get it, you better get it next time. Like, ain't no losers over here. Like, no, no, like literally be like, okay, it's okay. Now you come back and you be better. Or it's, okay, you've seen what went wrong. Let's evaluate what we can do a little bit better so that next time we don't have the same mistakes. Like use those setbacks, those failures to help you to, if you really have a hard time being in those spaces, help them to get you into a new space. Then you'll be confident to not only get yourself to this this space. If you ever have to lead a team, you can help your team to get to that same space. You could pass along these things to somebody else that maybe goes through the same mistakes as you. But if you let those setbacks, those failures get the best of you, how are you going to be able to help those around you or even help yourself? You're going to be bound to make the same fuck-ups because you're going to be so stuck in the one mistake that you're going to just continue making mistakes back to back to back. So, be kind to yourself and realize that we gon' fuck up. It's okay to fuck up. Like, like honestly, when I have my moments where I like snap or break or whatever, it's like, it's okay. But we know like you're working towards being better. And we know that now you're doing more calmness than snapping. So it's okay. You're not gonna be 100% every day. But you definitely want to remain above 50%. And the moment that you go below 50, reevaluate and figure out what's going wrong. Because it might be something deeper that you should be working on or fixing or focusing on. If you notice you keep failing or having setbacks or something like that, look deeper. Like, what is really going on? Could it be other stresses or other areas or something that's holding you back or fears or whatever? You know? So... Be kind to yourself and work with yourself. You your best partner. You your best partner. Work with yourself, not against yourself. And that includes being kind to yourself. So number five is practice positive self-talk. Yes. That's what I've been on. When I say I go in that more, well, I don't do it no more, y'all. But There was a a period of time where I would just go in that mirror and be like, good morning, gorgeous. Okay, Mary. (laughs) Like, good morning, gorgeous. I was just, hey, girl. (laughs) What's up? And I still, I still, like, big myself up, like, because if you don't be your biggest cheerleader, who going to cheer for you? Who? Who going to cheer for you? I am my biggest cheerleader. Now, it definitely helps, like I said, support, like, put people around you that support you. But in the event that your supporters are busy, baby, support yourself. Talk to yourself like you got some sense. If you don't talk to yourself with respect, with kindness, with assertiveness, how do you expect to go out into the world and demand them things from other people? How you gonna demand respect from somebody else you wanna respect yourself? How you gonna demand that somebody, you know, communicates effectively with you when you don't even know what you want or need or whatever the case may be? You don't even know what you need in the situation, but you want somebody to be emotionally intelligent in a relationship, come on out with the bullshit. Like you literally gotta positively self-talk to yourself. And, that, and I think that includes just getting to know yourself, too. Like, get to know yourself. Sweet talk yourself. All that good stuff. I mean, we have having a ball with myself. We be in this lit. <laughs> That's why I feel like it comes off to other people as confidence. Because I've literally learned to be my biggest supporter. Like, when nobody is, I'm in my corner. And I think it's because I've always had to be. I've always had to be my biggest supporter. Like when all odds, well, not all, but when majority of the odds was against me, I had to be my supporter. So I've accepted that and I have embraced that. And now we are, we are lit <laughs> whatever. Honestly, I think that's surely why I like doing this podcast by myself. Cause I just like me so much, but I'm a branching out y'all. I want to be able to give, you know, more, uh, personalities in the podcast but i really just love me i love you girl <laughs> i love you girl i love you i love you but yes that's how you have to talk to yourself if you know your words of affirmations per- person what we said before tell yourself words of affirmation you that girl you beautiful You did an amazing job today. You know you only cussed out one person and not five like you usually do. Like, you know, (laughs) progress, (laughs) evolution, (laughs) all that good stuff. Like, you have to give that to yourself. Don't wait for nobody else to come and do that. Be that person to uplift yourself. Because what if nobody ever comes? What happens then? If you don't have you and you don't have nobody else around you, you are left in the dark by yourself and that is not a great space to be in. So practice that that positive self talk. Practice it. You know? And it is literally it can come at any point too. You know? It also kind of goes into the be kind to yourself. Gotta be kind to yourself. You gotta love on yourself. You gotta say, Dejaune, you really did a great job today. Even if you didn't do too much, you woke up and got out of this bed today. You know, for those people who maybe don't go out because they're they they maybe have like anxiety or they're inside because of whatever else done came into their lives. Even if you got up and took a bath and got back in the goddamn bed, be kind to yourself. Like, girl, you really took a, you took a bath. You know, some people don't, they don't do that. Some people don't even leave out their bed. Some people don't even roll over. You got to be able to feed that positivity into yourself. Because then it'll encourage you to do a little bit more. You know, if you took a bath one day, maybe it encouraged encourage you to, you know, fold clothes that maybe you washed or go cook a meal or actually go outside, walk around, maybe do a lap or something. You just never know where that positive self-talk can take you until you actually practice it. And then it says for number six is face your fears period you got to and i now that one that one i definitely need to work on because i'm big on the being the person to initiate conversations. like that's the reason why i don't shoot shots i used to shoot shots when i was younger they stripped me of my confidence. So that like, and I wasn't even too confident then. And you know, it's funny because I come across people that say women shouldn't shoot their shots. Like men should be the shot shooters. And we just, you know, give men the approval and all this other stuff. I don't know. But I used to be a shot taker when I was younger, but I was stripped of that confidence because of rejection that I never got back there. And now it's to the point where I don't even make friends as much as I used to. I don't make friends as much as I used to. I don't talk to people as much as I used to. I literally wait until people approach me. And it's like, nah, like you really used to be the person that when there was new kids in the class, you would be the first one to introduce yourself. Like, that's crazy that because of traumas from childhood that has impacted the person I have become, like, Oh, it's so annoying, but it's, like, literally, you have to start practicing, to, like, who you was. You got to start practicing that again, especially if it was stripped from you, because that's who you was, and you got to get back there, girl. You got to get back there. Oh, yes, I'm talking to you, girl. Yes, but, yes, like, don't be scared to face your fears they probably could be the most anxiety provoking things in the world like you're gonna have a thousand thoughts just say one two three go and i literally have to work on that i have to start putting myself out there because i do want to make more friends i do want to you know find a man one day and if i'm too in my head about you know different conversations or at least just saying hi you know, I don't necessarily have to shoot my shot at a guy, but I can at least smile, say hi. How are you? You know, those things. I don't even do that. I be so in my head. I be thinking about it, but I don't do it. And it's just like, go for it. But that's a fear of mine. It's like fear of rejection is real. And that's why I'm not even mad at dudes for not approaching anymore these days. I'm I'm not mad at it. That fear of rejection is real and i sometimes think that women underestimate well now nah, that's the reason why they don't the approach i don't think they underestimate it but that's the reason why they don't the approach cuz that fear of rejection is real so but there could be other fears i know you know a lot of men don't like to talk about their fears i know like that holds a, a back a lot of things from transpiring within their personal relationships because they hold back their fears And and everything, and so it's just like face them, face them. Cause what? There's nothing to fear but fear itself. I think that was Roosevelt. (laughs) Don't quote me. I don't know, but or FDR. Wait, that is Roosevelt. I know. I don't know, but there's nothing to fear but fear itself. If you let anxiety get the best of you, you already lost. Get put yourself in the in the line of fire. Now, you definitely don't have to do it all the time. (laughs) You don't have to put yourself in the line of fight all the time. But when you have those moments where you're feeling great, like you woke up and you're feeling positive and you're ready to attack the world, try doing something that you're not used to. Like, say hey to somebody or try to get a number or, you know, apply to a job or jump out of airplane. I don't know. But you know, face those fears because once you can face those fears, you really are gonna feel like you could do anything, and you're gonna show up to, to everything like I could do anything. Shit, I jumped out of an airplane, and I was scared to do that. Baby, I could do anything at this point. <laughs> like who? Like so, yes, face those fears. It's definitely gonna help with building confidence. Um, number seven is do things you're good at. So, oh, sorry y'all, my knee. I'm getting old. That was like. I didn't mean to put my butt in the camera. I'm sorry. (laughs) But um, my knee was bent and I'm getting old and that hurt. (laughs) But um, yeah, do things you're good at. So with facing your fears, do that probably a little bit at a time because that probably can discourage you. But knowing the things you're good at and finding spaces to cultivate that. That's why I did this podcast, y'all. I know I can talk down, baby. And I definitely want to go into environments where I'm with other, you know, intellectuals and podcasters. And I want to be in those environments because I I feel like who I am, I know who I am and I stand firm on what I believe in. So I know I be I know I be that girl in those conversations. So it's like I definitely want to branch off into those spaces where I'm collaborating with people because I'm good at this talking thing. I'm good at this analyzing thing. I'm good at, you know, a lot of things. and so. I want to put myself in spaces that's going to cultivate that, you know, so I can continue to shine and be a light to not only myself, but to others and things of that nature. So if you know you're good at, I don't know, whatever you're good at, if you're good at singing, put yourself out there. If you're good at acting, put yourself out there. If you're good at uh, cleaning. You know, some people love that OCD life where they just always cleaning or organizing. You see, they made a whole show out of it. Put yourself out there. Honestly, anything you could turn into a positive. If you love to do it, you could turn it into a positive. Um, unless it's something that's harming others. <laughs> If you love to kill people, <laughs> but it's arming others that so I wouldn't tell you to do that at all. Um, but if whatever you're doing that you love to do is bring a positive to yourself and to others, put yourself out there you know, continue to indulge in that because that's going to make you more confident. Like y'all see how I just lit up about like going on other people's podcasts. I just want to have those hot moments. No, no, just kidding. I do like those gotcha moments when you're watching like people debating and then they like somebody get real quiet because you really got them. Like I low-key be wanting to have those moments. I just like that. Like that just makes me smile because it's like, oh girl, you smart or whatever. But Yes, continue to cultivate the things that you're really good at because that's just going to make you feel even better about the person you are. It's not going to make you question if what you're doing is right. It is just going to confirm, reassure you that you're on the right path. So put yourself around things that you're amazing at. Even the playing games things. Now you can make all types of money off of playing games. Put yourself in those spaces. Just cultivate what you're good at, you know? And then number eight. Know when to say no. So y'all know we talked about boundaries. I don't even want to spend too much on this because if I talk about boundaries one more time and y'all ain't learned nothing, that's y'all fault. (laughs) But, you know, boundaries, people, boundaries, you have to set them. If you do not feel comfortable doing something, say no. If you're not confident in saying yes, say no. Say no, it's okay. Say no, like miss one, next fifteen, one coming. Who who said that? I don't even know who said that. Was that Lil Wayne? Miss one, next 15 one coming. I don't know. No, that's Gucci, Gucci man. in this ice game, site, I think. Um, uh, but yes, if somebody leaves out your life because you say no or you put up boundaries. Deuces, nobody cares. But you in order to for you to maintain confident in your decisions, you gotta know what you're comfortable with. You gotta know your comfortability levels. But like I said, we ain't even gonna go too much in depth on boundaries because there's like four other past episodes that talked about boundaries. Go watch all four of them. Do I know which ones they are? No. So go watch every single last one of them, and you'll know you'll know which ones talk about boundaries. (laughs) Um, and then set realistic goals y'all. So, something I learned in school which is still very much uh applicable applicable uh today is the SMART goals, y'all, so the S M A R T goals. So that means the goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. That's how you should be making goals because I think sometimes we have really big goals. Like I'm a big visionary, which is probably why I have a hard time starting things because I can see the big vision, but I have a hard time setting realistic goals that can help me get to the big vision. So I had to just start the podcast, which was, you need to start on your birthday and just start, just start talking. Like I I didn't even know what I was going to be doing for the whole, for each episode. And I, I come up with it as I go. But, you know, I had to just start because if I would have never started, I would have never been 22 episodes in with y'all and building a little audience or whatever and getting myself out there and helping to educate people and stuff like that. Like I would have never did that. But I set a smart goal. Now, did I actually write it down like a specific, measurable, achievable? I didn't do that. But it's definitely helpful. Those those uh words now I knew starting a podcast on my birthday it was all of those words I didn't necessarily think about those words but it was all those words was it achievable yes I had a microphone and I had a camera and I had a computer system so it was achievable was it time realistic hell yes it didn't take that long to record one episode I think the first episode was only like 16 minutes or something like an introduction it's very simple you know was it um measurable yes i only had i when did i actually come up with the time i don't know but i knew it was my birthday so you see i got it started, <laughs> and then like was it relevant yes i sit in here watch podcasts all day i can start one like it was very relevant so it's just like you know setting those smart goals will help you to be a, a Confident because it'll help you to achieve things that you're trying to attain. I know, like for when it comes to like weight loss journeys, say a lot of people always try to shoot for the moon, and when they don't even land amongst the stars, they be like, "What is going on?" And it's because you try to shoot for a moon when you should be just literally trying to get an air balloon. Like, like you should just be trying to get on an airplane. Like, why you got to shoot for the moon? Like, just get on an airplane. <laughs> like, that's a little bit more achievable. Like, you know, just I don't know. Go get on the fair ride. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. But, you know, just take those little steps because little steps or little achievements is what turns into those big achievements that turns into that big vision that you want. You know, had I would have never started a podcast, I, I probably wouldn't ever get to my big house, you know, but this is a small step into a bigger vision, you know. Of course, I want to make this more than what it is so that it can, you know, bring in the cha-ching. But I had to start with this first. I had to start with the small steps. I had to start with something. So, like, before you, like, want to jump to the bigger vision, figure out what you can do to start with something small. Even when it comes to, like, eating better, you know, my small steps was just cut out fast food. You know you're going to buy out. Don't buy fast food. And try to stay away from super fried foods, too. So I only eat fried foods every now and again when I buy out. And I only eat fast food really every blue moon, for the most part, if I'm super craving it. So it's those little things. And then, you know, maybe one day I'll slowly shift into cooking more at home and, you know, doing that. I have my days even sometimes where I'll do my smoothies at home and I'll do food at home. But then I'll go back to maybe another week. Eating out—it just depends, but it's those small goals that's gonna turn into those lifetime uh routine change, that lifestyle change. So set smart goals, um, and then lastly, I just wanna go over um the difference between confident people and insecure people. So it says that some traits of confident people is that they celebrate other people's success, they're open-minded, they're optimistic. They're willing to take risk, laugh at others. No, laugh at themselves. They don't laugh at. Well, I laugh at others, but I laugh at myself too. <laughs> I really do. They're decisive. They're always learning and growing. That's me. Uh, they admit to their mistakes and then they accept responsibility. Y'all know that accountability words had to be on there. Uh, a confident, perfect, uh, a confident person is accountable period. There's no way that you can be confident and you don't res- take responsibilities in your actions. There's no way. Those two do not coexist where you can be confident and you confident that you ain't have shit to do with why you ended up in nah. That's bullshit. Like, so... And then it says for insecure people... And y'all, I'm probably gonna put the chart, because it's like a chart. I'm gonna put the chart right, right there. But for insecure people, it says they judge... And are jealous of others, so those envious people, um, closed-minded, they're pessimistic, glass half empty kind of people. Um, they're afraid of change, they hide their flaws, they're indecisive, they act like a know-it-all, they make excuses and blame others. Sounds like insecure ass people. Um, and then benefits of being confident, better performance. You go out and you be your best self. Period. Of course, that's who wouldn't want to go out and be their best selves. Wherever you go up, you just be your best self. That's beautiful. Um, Healthier relationships, of course. If you're a confident person, that means that you're going to know the right people to have around you. That means you're going to be able to set up those healthy boundaries. Even when you're confident, you know that you don't have to put up with people's BS. So you get rid of them if they are not, like I said, if they're slowly causing you to do this take you out of your confident state. You, you fix the problem or you get away from me, period. Like, it ain't no if and buts about it. Ain't no more. Like I said, go on all the days of people pleasing. You fix the problem or you get out my life. Cause I know what I bring into other people's lives. And if you want any of those benefits, you're going to fix the problem or you're going to get out my life, period. And that's how y'all should be showing up to the table. Every time, that's how y'all should be showing up to the table. Um, and then um, openness to try new, t- new things, y'all. Try new shit. And like I mentioned in the, I think it was self-love, like we really don't push a lot that people need to try new things. Like put yourself into different situations. Honestly, because being a certain race puts you into these boxes, it really... Mm, takes you away from becoming who you are meant to be. Baby, take yourself outside that little black box or that little white box or the little Asian box or whatever. Try whatever. You know, I really want to get into ball dancing. I low-key feel like I'd probably be a fireball dancer. I don't know, but, but it's not natural for, like, black people to ball dance. Where we ball dancing to? Where we going? <laughs> but I want to get into that. Like, I really do want to go to, like, a ball dance class. I think that'd be fire to learn how to Foxtrot and uh i don't know the, all the other ones uh the waltz and stuff like that that'd be fire but try new things you know that can help build confidence especially when you actually like get onto the like when you start getting good at that like um one of the dudes i subscribe to on youtube lewis house he's big on that trying new things and facing fears but He's big on doing those things that you're scared to do or, you know, doing different things and figuring out how to become proficient in it and, you know, doing your best and having fun and just going for it. You know, you see my husband, I don't right now. I don't even know. But, <laughs> you know, get outside your, your box and go try new things and it might put you around your, your soulmate. Stop playing. You know, what did God say? You got to make yourself visible to your man. Your man could be at that cooking class. <laughs> I would hope that he had that cooking class. You always need a man that can cook. But, <laughs> you know, you never know where your person may be. But because you're scared to step outside because you're this race or you're this sex or whatever the case may be, you don't try this. Baby, get outside that box and go try something new. Your person could be waiting for you right there at that class. Go try it. Right now, whatever you wanted to do that you just been holding off on, go try it right now. Period. Um, and then lastly, resilience a confident person is resilient, baby. I last I took an L, but tonight I bounced back. I'm <laughs> like, I, I bounce back. I, I don't stay down too long. I can't, it's not in my DNA to stay down too long. I gotta get back up, and honestly. Any person that is practicing confidence or trying to get back to that confident person they used to be, you you have to have resilience within you. You got to be willing to get back up and bounce back. Shout out to B. Sean. But you got to get back up, like bounce back, baby. Like, don't let nothing take you down. We ain't got time for nothing to be dragging us back or pulling us down or nothing like that. Like, a confident person is resilient. A confident person is going to get through any trials, tribulations, or whatever the case may be because they know that it's only a season or a phase in life and it's not your life. Don't let them L's define who you are. Let them else propel you to who you are going to be period and i got time for that like don't let them l's hold you down let the l's lift you up (laughs) l lift yeah (laughs) but yeah y'all so i'm gonna end right there let me see y'all know i gotta put my glasses on a little weird what are you talking about next week uh does it oh y'all okay so that's it for this week of confidence. y'all, just practice it or whatever the case may be, and use those things. like I said, those things help. I use some of those things, and there's some of those things I need to work on. Um, but definitely let those things help you to become the person that maybe you was when you was little, but somebody stripped that confidence away from you. like I'm just trying to get back to my confidence so because I used to like I said, I used to come in the room and take over because I was that person. And I just need to get back there. I'm trying to come in the room and take over, baby. But, yes. um. So, next week, we're going to be talking about not taking things so personally. Because, baby, that's been my life. And we'll talk about it next week. We're going to go into depth. But I came across the website that's going to talk about it with us. But, yes, we're going to talk about not taking things so personally because sometimes I think we get so wrapped up in ourselves that we think everybody else be wrapped up in us and they really don't be <laughs> at all. Um. So, yeah, I kind of just want to see what that website has to offer, pass along the information, and see, you know, if I work on that or if I got things I need to work on because we're going to figure it out together. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about next week. Um. So yeah, that's it, y'all. <laughs> Be confident. I love it. Um. So yes, like, comment, subscribe, and then you can check me out on Apple, well, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and then follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So I will see y'all next Wednesday. Um seven o'clock. Y'all know my time. And yeah, so this is Talk Your Shit with Aisha where we drop the eye because not only can I talk that shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. (laughs) And I will tune in with y'all next Wednesday. Bye.